Good morning, good evening, hello. Welcome to the Gemstone Goddess, where we get high on good vibes. Welcome to episode four of the Gemstone Goddess. For those of you joining us for the first time, and for those of you who have been here, once again, hi, my name is Cody Harvey. I am your host. And on today's episode, we will be discussing adulting your own way. Now, what I mean by adulting, not adultering, I don't even know how to pronounce that word, that's cheating, that's not what we need to do here, it's not what we plan to do here, that's not That's not what our vibe is about. Hi, kitty cat. Hello, meow. My cat is joining in on this episode today. So, <laughs> what I mean by adulting is, after you reached a certain age, whether that be at the ripe age of 16, after you have been... Uh, emancipated from your family, or whether that be the age of 18 after you went to college or university, or the age of 24 after you finally got onto your own two feet, you know, most people, I would say, start at 18 after you leave high school, because then things start becoming a lot more figure out or drown, <laughs> figure out how to swim or drown, um, and that's pretty much what I mean, like the, your day-to-day things after you have left high school and now need to figure out how to live your life as a individual who is now supposed to think for themselves. And <laughs> something that I feel that I need to kind of teach you in high school or like just teach you in your household. Um, some people are fortunate enough to grow up in a house and a family where you know, at appropriate ages, the parents kind of give them, you know, the responsibilities to understand what they need to, what they're going to be need to doing once they now, you know, mature and leave the house. Um, For example, I had moments like that with my grandparents where I had to go open a um, bank account uh, for myself. And you know, instead of them coming in with me and like, you know, kind of holding my hand the whole way through telling me, you know, do this, do this, do this. They kind of like said, you know, here's what you can expect. Go do this, you know, try and do this on your own. And luckily, you know, you have the people that work at the places that kind of also sort of guide you. Um, Funny story on that, which I'll get to as well. Um, But yeah, so we're going to be just chatting about how Sometimes you need to figure out how to do certain things for yourself. Other times you are fortunate enough to have someone to give you a few guidelines, you know, what you can expect, things like that. Other times you do have your helicopter parents that, you know, don't allow you to do anything on your own until you get to, you know, be in such a situation where now you are forced to do something on your own and you are stuck with your thumb up your nose. Stay tuned for more. Our strain of the day joining us in bong form is Sour Diesel. So Sour Diesel is a popular sativa marijuana strain made by Crossing Chemdog and Super Skunk. Now, according to Leafly, uh, the effects are dreamy, cerebral, fast acting and energizing. Uh, it has a pungent flavor profile that smells like diesel, which I can attest for. It has a 
very strong smell, especially especially once uh, exhaled. You know, this, the the smell of the smoke is quite heavy, um, and it's is said to help relieve symptoms associated with depression, pain, and stress. So something that I do need to mention with sour diesel is you need to try and smoke it in moderation. Um, like don't over. I don't want to say overdose is a long word. Don't over smoke. Um, a lot of times you smoke a certain amount and then, you know, you smoke one bong too many and then you realize, oh, shit, I shouldn't have smoked that last one. Um, it's very this. This strain, if you do not know where your limits are, and you'll learn quickly where the strain, where your limits are. If you don't know where your limits are, the strain will flip you on your feet. Uh, or flip you off your feet, should I say. See. I think I shouldn't have lost, <laughs> shouldn't have had that last pull that I had, so that's fun. Um, like my brain is very thinkative, even though I'm not using the right words. But this is what creativity is about. Sometimes you don't need to use the right words to describe what you are trying to describe. Um, a lot of times. At home, I would be having a conversation, uh, you know, mid-sentence, I would be needing something or wanting something, and I would say, oh, get me the thingy thingy, man, the thingy that does the thingy. And my partner would know exactly what I mean, because, like, my hands would be doing something, or, like, and it's kind of like this little, little subconscious connection that we have where, like, we I kind of understand. So I've also come to notice that also in my friend groups and, you know, circles of similar minded people um even if i don't use the correct word the correct terminology they still understand what i mean so hoping that applies to anyone who's listening um so yeah if you don't understand please do let me know in the comments and i will try my best to give you a, a translation <laughs> can't make any promises though I, sometimes i don't even know what i'm saying um but yes so I would suggest Sour Diesel as something if you are wanting to be more creative, more flow, more open. Um, it is very energizing. I made cannabis oil, um, cannabis coconut oil, coconut cannabis oil, however you want to say that. Um, the other day with the strain uh, and the brownies that resulted from them were quite potent we only had half brownie like i wanted to just kind of test the waters as they say you should and half a brownie was was right up there it did the thing so be careful with this one but do enjoy it as well so adulting 101 first rule no one has any idea what the fuck they're actually doing so awesome example that I have is today I had to go, I didn't have to, I just had the chance to go do my learner's license. Um, and I walk in, obviously me having no idea what I'm supposed to do, no one prepared me for this, you know, no one says anything. And even the websites don't really prepare you for what the actual experience is. So how fun. Anyway, so I walk in and I go to the guy at the gate, Makai, you know, where do I go for this? And now he's talking very softly and I might also just be Dedegok, you know, not all there. So 
I didn't really understand what he said. So I heard one and I was like, yeah, my test is at one. He's like, no, 21. I'm like, what about 21? He's like, no, count to 21. I'm like, oh, count to 21. Okay, so step one, rule one, listen. <laughs> Try to pay attention and listen properly. A lot of people, some people, English is not their first language, especially here in South Africa. Um, some people, for example, English is my second language. I do prefer communicating in English because not all people know Afrikaans. Um, sometimes I don't even know Afrikaans because it's just a language that you get your proper Afrikaans and then you get Afrikaans. <laughs> um, and like I like mixing my languages as well. It just makes my communication style a bit easier for me you know, to communicate. Um, anyway, besides the point. So... A very important thing is listen, pay attention. Um, so cool, go in looking for counter 21, seeing no counter 21, and there's a little hole. I was like, okay, let's just follow the follow the yellow brick road, see where it leads us. And sure enough, there's till 21 at the back of the hallway with a lot of people sitting down. And now I'm like, okay, do I sit and join the queue? Do I go to the till and, you know, figure out. So step two, pay attention to what the previous person said. He told me to go to counter 21. So I went up to counter 21. Upon getting there, the lady's sitting there, she's busy with paperwork. So now obviously me being the nice manner person that I am, I don't bother her. I let her do her work. I wouldn't want someone bothering me whilst I'm clearly busy with work. But now also I need to find out what I need to do. So now I stand there patiently, you know, it feels like everyone's looking at me, turn around. Few people are looking at me, but I mean, I guess they are bored, just looking for something interesting to look at. So, also, rule three, don't take it personal. People staring at you, I also realized I was staring at people today, it was just because the one girl, she had a very nice handbag around her shoulder, and I could not help but stare. And that's the thing, people see something that either intrigue them, puzzle them, confuse them, whatever the case is, it's not personal. It's just them paying attention to what's happening around them. They might also just be looking through you. Um, you might be standing where they were staring at a few seconds ago, blankly at the wall. So don't take anything too personal. So eventually the lady gets up, comes out, asks me what I'm here for. I'm like, okay, cool, my learner's license, all the paperwork's here. She's like, okay, cool, just have a seat. Fabulous. I could have had a seat from the beginning. So trust your intuition. Rule number four, trust your intuition. Always trust your intuition. I cannot stress that enough. How many times I have been in a situation or had to go into a environment where I had no idea what I was getting myself into and where my like gut would say, you know, don't don't go there now, just give it a second. Very glad I did that because if I had left Five minutes earlier, we might have been in a car crash, you know, a car accident, things like that. Um, you know, your your intuition, things happen for a reason. And if your gut tells you, don't do it right now, or give it a second, or do it right now, don't don't waste, don't delay. Sometimes you get these like bright ideas as well, like, oh, it would be amazing if I could do this and this show and have this song and this song and this song and this queen and this queen and this queen. Instead of thinking, yeah, I'll get to it later, sit right now. Whilst you have that thought in your mind, I know you might be busy with something else, but 
just try to make a point of sit, just grabbing a pen and paper if you have if you're at the desk at at the work, um, or on on your phone. Nine out of ten times you're busy on your phone, doom scrolling on your phone, going through Instagram for no reason. Sorry for the noises of the children. We live in a complex, and there are kids. Hi, kids. So, um, most people are on their phone, just going to Notepad, open a note, add that thought into the notes, and just try to get back to it. Or also another idea is create a WhatsApp group, have your partner or whatever, create a WhatsApp group with the two people of you, you and a partner or whatever, and then just remove them, let them know, just let the person know you're going to just create a group, add them and remove them so that you can have the group to yourself as a notepad on WhatsApp. That's something, I've got like multiple of them, I've got one for um, stuff we need in the house, I've got one for my bookings, I've got one... Uh, that I, for things I need to post, they are, I've got one that's called Convos with Celine. So things that for my drag shows and that me needing to Cody needing to speak to Celine, I send that message then to myself so that later on when I have a chance, I go into that chat. I'm like, oh yes, let's let's quickly sit and sketch this out, figure this out. Um, so yes, if you have a thought, try to either act on it, you know, if you know it's something that's going to benefit you, or just make a note of it to try and get back to it, otherwise you will forget about it, and it's it's not fun, because then down, a while down the line you realize, ah, oh, shit, I could have done this, or I should have done this, or oh, I had this thought, why did I forget about this, you know, so do yourself the favor, make notes, calendars, they are your friend, you know, um, something that I realized Something that I miss from school is having my day kind of set out in the, in the fact of like, from this time to this time, I would have English, uh, first period. Second period would be math, whatever, whatever the case is. And I kind of enjoyed that structure, you know, having the morning to myself, sort of having my afternoon to myself then again. But also, I realized that also wasn't the most fun because, you know, 60 different classes and homework from everywhere not the best so what I've decided to want to try to implement I'm doing it very slowly this is something else they don't teach you not everyone works and does things at the same pace I cannot do things as constantly as someone else can um, it takes me a bit of a try to do that it takes me a lot of energy to try and um, stay constant on something, so I try to get to it as often as I can, so instead of doing it every single day, I might get to it twice a week, or if it's something I've planned to do, you know, once a week every month, I might not be able to get to it once a week every month, I might only be get, able to get it to it, you know, every third week, or, you know, this month I might have three weeks, you know, the podcast done this first, second and third week. And then something happens the fourth week, like what happened this podcast, for those of you who did not look at the date stamps of the others, is a few weeks after what when it's supposed to have come out. Um, things have been busy, so people need to, I think, also take that into account. 
um, a lot of a lot of times we expect people to be able to answer us immediately or you know get to our our requests or you know do things with us immediately and as adults we don't always get that chance you know as a kid you don't really have all that many things that are keeping you busy you know you don't have work and this and this and this and these and this and this and these to juggle you know um, I know a lot of a lot of people who juggle quite a lot of things and I really look up to them because I'm like ha, ha, how do you do this I can like maybe do f- three things you know in a day if I'm lucky tomorrow I might only be able to do one thing you know tick one thing off my to-do list and for me that's the success you know the days that I get three things done like I feel extremely proud of myself so for example today I got my learner's license which by the way I got my learner's license I passed um so yay about damn time it's taken me five years to to get that done um the first time i went into the same office i went into today to get it done to get a date was in 2017 but they wanted to give me the date on um a day that i actually had an exam scheduled so i couldn't take you know the that the that slot so here i am five years later (laughs) finally getting my learner's license but yes so things take time today I got my learner's license I'm doing the podcast um you know I feel today I've got the energy also the sour diesel does help with that so things are looking up currently (laughs) um so that's what I'm just trying to point out is your best is going to look different every day. Tomorrow, your best today, your best might be a hundred percent. Tomorrow, it might only be forty percent of what you deem to be a hundred percent. But that forty percent, as long as you still give, you still give that forty percent that you could give, you still gave a hundred percent. So, for me, that's something that I've had to learn. You know, relearn, reteach myself. Um, what they also don't tell you as an adult, there's a lot of things that you were taught that you are going to have to reteach, reevaluate, re rethink. Um, there's a lot of values and things that were placed into my mind when I was younger that as I got older, I realized I don't agree with this. You know, um, there was a lot of albeit subtle, but racism when I was growing up still. And I will admit, I do still have my faults where I have moments, you know, where I have these very bad thoughts, which I would automatically, once I realize I have these thoughts these days, once I realize I have these thoughts, I would stop myself dead in my tracks and be like, no, this is not the right way to think. This is an old way of thinking that was not yours to begin with. And I would remind myself, we are all connected. We are all human. We are all spirits having a human experience. So once you keep that, you know, your, your own little thing in mind, not everyone's going to have these same thoughts as I am having, you know, to each their own which is something else you need to learn whilst adulting is 
not everyone is going to see eye to eye with you and as well you are not going to see eye to eye with everyone else there is going to be difference of opinion there's going to be difference of viewpoint of action of everything and that's what makes us unique is that we are all unique and that's what makes the human experience so fun because you get to learn new things every day you don't need to accept what you learned as fact and law but you can use that to evaluate your own standpoint and viewpoint to evolve and grow so that you don't have racist thoughts, homophobic thoughts, transphobic thoughts, um, sexist thoughts, uh, ageist thoughts, ableist thoughts. You know, um, a lot of people, you've, you've neurodivergent people. And what I've sort of learned that means is your people with ADHD, you know, people that are different thinking. Um, so ADHD, autism, things like that. So I, though I am not, I can't remember if I've, I can't remember if I was actually diagnosed or not. Um, but like, I do feel I do have some ADHD isms. Um, so I do maybe need to look into that, get myself evaluated properly and understand my mental health a lot more. Another point for adulting, look after your health as well as your mental health. A lot of parents, mine included, unfortunately, back in the day, now they understand what mental health is. Back in the day, they didn't. So I would have days where, yes, I would be physically ill, you know, my body was, you know, I would be throwing up, nauseous, whatever the case is, I would be sick. Um, and they would, you know, keep me off of school, take me to the doctor, get me a doctor's note, all of that, fabulous. There were days in the early days that I can remember where I was experiencing anxiety and depression. You know, I didn't want to go to school because I was bullied. School wasn't fun anymore. I, I honestly enjoyed the education part of school, the walking from class A to class B, point A to point B, you know, books and organize and all of these things. I really enjoyed that. What I did not enjoy was being bullied for being different, for being fat, for being larger, for being feminine, for being effeminate. I only came out at the age of 15. Shockingly old, I know. But, um, if kind of also if it wasn't for the bullying that kind of forced me to look at myself and be like yes I am more effeminate okay I do have feelings for boys I do have feelings for my male friends so yes I am gay I came out at 15 I am very proud that I came out at 15 took me a hot second to come out at 15 um me going to the library me seeing glee um you know, there was a few things that kind of led up to it as well. When I got home, I kind of came out to a few key friends. I first came out to my grandmother and my aunt. Very accepting, very loving. Wasn't what I was expecting. So that was a start. And I was glad I had that start. 
happy 420 just fyi it is now currently 4 20 p.m on thursday the 10th of november in south africa so yes uh, happy 420. I'm just gonna do my ritual real quick. And our house, if you see 420 anywhere, games, anything, you have a pool of the bong or the joints or the pipe. Make sure to get your smoke in and let's do this. So, so having that positive start of coming out to my grandmother and aunt was definitely something I needed to just tell me that there is someone there for me because got home after the holiday, went to school, came out to a few key friends that were accepting as well, also brilliant. Um, and then I spoke to the school psychologist, thinking that, you know, patient psychologist confidentiality or some shit. And I told him, yeah, so... So at first I wrote out that I told him I know someone who's gay and then he warned me to stay away from this person and blah, 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 blah. And then he told, and I told, when I got back, I was like, you know what? I am gay. And he was like, y'all, I, I, I couldn't even remember exactly what happened. But all I do know is I went to band practice that night. I was part of the church's band. And... When I got there, they told me, firstly, that I was not allowed to play in the band anymore. Secondly, they started praying for me. And after most most of the night of praying, uh, after getting home, my mother was waiting for me in the kitchen. And she tells me, oh, I, I, I hear you're gay. I hear you're, you accept it now that you're gay. And I'm like, yes. And it just started one big fight and I, I remember telling her take me as I am or watch me as I leave and long story short there was a lot of crap in between then and the end of 2017 I missed an exam um, to be prayed for there was a lot of crap that happened every Sunday the church would pray for me if I wasn't allowed near any boys, any anyone that, you know, I used to hang out with, you know, I wasn't allowed, I wasn't allowed to go out to sleepovers and things like that. So that was fun. Um, except when it was one of my best friends and her grandmother, it was just the two of them. And I do know now and realize now that the grandmother was a tattletale towards my ma my parents. So obviously, if anything would, were to have happened, you know, whilst I was in her care, um, my parents would have known about it. So, yeah, how fun. But I was allowed to go visit, visit them. And yeah, so that kind of gave me a bit of freedom as well. But eventually I wasn't allowed to go to my grandparents again what would they do because obviously I had more freedom there and how dare they accept me and all these things and at a point December 2017 I said you know what I am going to my grandmother at nine o'clock I'm turning 18 this year I want to be there for my 18th birthday because my birthday was never the vibe um so end of my exams my grade 11 exams got my stuff my, my holiday gear Got to my grandparents and uh, 
got a job, found a boyfriend, parents found out about the boyfriend, parents found out about the job, I was told I either pack my shit and come back home now, or I need to come fetch my shit and leave the house forever. And me, I had enough at that point of being bullied, not only by the people at school, but by my brother and my father as well. And I made the choice that, you know what, no, I, I'm not going home. Currently, the life that I'm building for myself, I have my first job, my first boyfriend. Looking back, very glad I made those choices. Because if I had not, I probably would not have gotten away from my parents and I would not have gotten into the school I was in, wouldn't have had the opportunity to be on TV, wouldn't have started drag. A lot of things wouldn't have happened the way that they, in my opinion, looking back now, they should have happened. So very glad that I made the choice that I did. And after not only making new chosen family, in my drag community and my club community. Um, I've also been able to re-establish a healthy relationship connection with my parents. Um, I think we all needed the time apart to kind of understand and comprehend. And once I came back into the, well, once they, we came back into the picture, we kind of had this discussion about, you know, what, it does actually mean to be gay. It just means that I I'm in lo- I love another person of the same gender. It doesn't mean anything else. I'm still the same person I was when I was 14, when I was two, just more grown up. So making your own choices is a big thing of growing up. Standing firm in those choices is a big thing in growing up. Um... Also, knowing when to cut your losses, losses, lasso, lasso, knowing when to cut, cut your losses and ditch the kids, as uh, the cat in the hat would say, um, is also an important lesson to learn. I have met so many people who are unhappy in the job that they're in because their family, quote-unquote, would see them as a failure and a quitter if they were to leave this job, which they have had now for three years, maybe, but it's hell on earth. And to me, also not having my parents in my life for about two years and having my grandparents' support in my choices, also having their advice, if they see me doing something extremely fucking stupid, they would tell me. So very glad for that. But... So also having advisors, but also knowing when to take that advice and when not to. I'm glad that I made some choices that I did against the advice of some people because it shaped me into the person I am today. A lot of trauma that I have to work through, don't get me wrong. Adulting is also a lot of trauma work and shadow work and healing and just sitting with yourself and crying and fucking bowling your eyes up because why the... Flip, did you make that choice? But also understanding why you made that choice and accepting and being grateful for what has blossomed, the fruits that are the fruits and the flower that has blossomed from those choices. 
So, yes, have your advisors, but make your own choices. Follow your own, follow your intuition. That is very important. Um, I do believe also you need to make some time for yourself. Being able now to have, a, I don't want to say a part-time job because drag is a full-time job. And needing to do marketing and making sure that I've got bookings and there's a lot to doing professional, quote-unquote professional drag that a lot of people don't see. And having the flow that I have now, I've I've gotten into such a state of flow where in the beginning of the month, I sort out my bookings for that month and the next month. And then I know at the end of the next month, I can focus on the next two months or even just the next month. You know, thinking far ahead enough to secure myself, but not thinking too far ahead to freak myself out. Um, that's important because anxiety does sometimes get the better of you. That little voice in you that tells you, no, you're just going to screw it up and, you know, everything's going to go wrong and... I read somewhere yesterday, I view that voice as a friend who's, who is psychic, but whose predictions are always, are always wrong. That, that is your, that is your anxiety talking is the, the psychic that's wrong, but your intuition is the psychic that's right. So yes, just a little analogy that I like that kind of latched onto me. So if you enjoy it, use it. And I honestly feel that everyone needs to understand that we all have our own journey that we're on. You can't measure your success and your freedom and your wealth and prosperity and abundance with someone else's ruler. Because another person might have had a head start in life. They might have been born into a a richer family or they might have been born into a situation where they inherited their family's entire fortune because something happened when they were younger and the family passed away. Or you could have been born into a poor family and had to have fucking worked with the cards that you were dealt and made your own way and figure out what the hell you were going to do and kind of just figuring out what you what you want to do and I feel that I have created my own cards to a point that's why I'm saying that if I didn't make those choices that I made if I didn't choose I was given the option either I can come back home or I can leave if I didn't choose to leave and take that unknown road I probably still would be living with my parents trying to figure out, you know, what the hell's going on, stuck in a dead-end job that I don't like. And I have the freedom today to say that I can have my routine as loose as I want, but still as organized and routined as I need it to be. Um, So, for example, I have different books that I'm currently reading at the moment, and it's not that it's different books in the sense of this one's a fiction and a nonfiction and a book on magic and a book on 
flipping puff pastries. It's literally most of the books that I'm reading are magical tomes and books on currently financial magic and creative magic. So what I do is I kind of create little slots in my day and be like, okay, so today, Tuesday is a nice day for things of action. Mars, a nice day of Mars. So creative magic. Let's do something creative. Uh, Monday is a nice divinatory day, the day of the moon. So I'll read a book on tarot or I'll even just, if I'm lucky, and have the energy because sometimes I don't have the energy. Here is another thing. Sometimes you don't have the energy. But you will get back to it eventually. So Mondays, I would even do tarot readings. I would watch a tarot reading. I would do my own tarot reading, tarot readings, divination, things like that. Um, And then there's just other days where I would take out all my notebooks that I have and just start grab one and just write whatever I feel needs to be written in it, you know, whatever I've done in the last while that needs to be written down and caught up on. Um, I do suggest, however, if you do a ritual, try to write it down as you go along so that you have what you did and then have your, have another page for like results. Speaking of, I need to write some results down and then, um, you know, keep track of that so that the next time you do the ritual again, you can see, okay, I can change it like this to kind of increase it like this. And, you know, do things like that to see how you can upgrade and increase and just make better your craft. Because that's the thing and the fun of the human experience is we get to experience things sometimes over and over again if we don't learn our lesson. But if you learn the lesson, you know, you don't need to experience that same thing again. But we get to experience things at our own pace and we choose what we experience. If I don't want to go out on a Friday night, I don't want to go out on a Friday night. So I'll make a plan so then I would get someone else to to do a shooter shift that Friday because everyone can use a little money. So I give someone else the chance to to make some extra cash and to have fun in drag because shootering in drag is really fun. You get to be your persona and entertain people and that without having the expectation of to entertain, if that makes sense. You don't need to prep a song and things like that. It's one outfit, no sweating, no costume changes. It's just fun. It's a lot of walking, but it's fun. So, yes, my rules, my... my, Tips for adulting, if you want to go back, write them down. If you can write them down, I might even write them down um, and share them online. But, yeah, also make up your own rules. As I said earlier, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. If you think that you're doing the right thing and you do it with conviction and you stick to it, you'll be fine. No one will question it. I mean, I walked up to the counter. I had to walk up to the counter in my mind and I got the answer that I needed to get, which was a confirmation of sit your ass down. So I sat my ass down. (laughs) So yes, good luck with adulting. Uh, If you are someone who's already adulting, may the odds be ever in your favor. If you're someone listening for some reason, uh, under 18, um, Good luck. Don't fuck it up and get the fuck off of my podcast. Unless you're over 18. Please and thank you. 
Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful night. Blessed be. Merry meet, merry part, until we meet again. Ciao.